Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we have a very special episode that we're talking about living our best life. life. Yes. This is where you cue in the Cardi B theme music. Yes. 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 That's yes. my song right now. I'm my B. own competition. Yes. I compete yes. with myself. Hey. <laughs> Everybody seems to be living their best life. Yes. We've been on this hiatus just growing and developing, living our best life. And I'm just super excited. Like when I say super excited, super excited to be back. Yes. And I feel like this is definitely living my best life. Yes, I miss you guys. Like, yeah, I'm feeling missed. sad. I'm like, <laughs> I got problems and I need talking to. I need to talk yes. to the audience. Yes. 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 yes, it's like therapy for us. Exactly. Oh my gosh. So, That's yeah. the best word. Like this I don't think y'all understand. Everyone out there, my girls right here in front of me, all the listeners, all the supporters, I think, like, y'all understand this is really healing me. Like, I'm healing myself. I've healed so much, and I just feel like I have to do this. This is my purpose. This is my calling. This is who I am. Yes. So we're so excited to be back, guys. Thank you for taking a break with us. But I saw y'all listening to our past podcast. So shout out to y'all. Y'all real. Y'all real. But um, nonstop. It's like can't stop, won't stop right now. So Mm -hmm. we're back in better than ever. But anyways, we're talking about living our best life. But we want to start off with this little game talking about our best and our worst first or just our best and our worst so y'all ready to get started yes it's gonna get i don't know if i'm ready <laughs> I'm best it worst. might get gruesome with this Ooh. game no, gotta no. keep it real okay. yes it's real. 2018 like right we grown yeah <laughs> yeah really grown okay <laughs> on the latter end okay um best and worst relationship advice and y'all can answer this too what's y'all's mm. best and worst <laughs> relationship advice oh wow <laughs> i'm gonna start off with the best that's all i could think of right now okay <laughs> right i can't think of the like, word. I got a few best okay. Okay. okay okay let's get this okay so and this is actually quite recent i had um i was talking to tiffany the other day <laughs> at um where were we at? Starbucks, Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. And i was telling her this long situation about and i don't tell people like about I'm really confidential with them. I can trust my girl, my girls. And I was just telling her, sharing with her, we was having a meeting, and those meetings turned into therapy sessions in, in and of itself. It does. So, it does. And we were talking, and then she gave me some advice, like, you know what? Like, we, we're, every, we're all human, but we, we have to be forgiven. Have a forgiving heart. Like, understand, like, people make mistakes, and you forgive them, and you move on. And it's just like, we could walk around with chips on our shoulders, mm-hmm. and, and we make these same mistakes not Mm -hmm. maybe they're in a different way and and it's just like just be forgiven to people if people identify own up to what they did and say they're going to change it you just gotta forgive so Mm -hmm. i feel like hey that was some really great relationship because it helped it keeps you from holding those grudges yeah yes I mean, people make mistakes, and it's like, we make mistakes at exactly. times. Exactly. So, it, nobody's perfect right. at the end of the day. Right. And so, you just have to 
either forgive that person or let it go and move on. Exactly. Because exactly. if you keep holding on to it, it's going to just hinder the Destroy relationship. You. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because mm. if like someone, okay, we all, sometimes we don't know when we're doing wrong. Like even mm-hmm. us, you right, don't know right. it until someone else brings it up to us. So if we're in a relationship right. and we see somebody else doing wrong in our eyes, we just, if we just tell them what is going yeah. on, like mm-hmm. this makes me sad, mad, jealous, right. that and the other. And they're like, oh, I didn't realize that. I'm going to change it. Then, like, there's no reason to be mad. Let's exactly. go. Okay. You know? There's no reason at all. It's like, exactly. Yeah. You addressed it, told them the situation, and they're like, okay, you know, dang, I ain't even know. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what it, it turned out being. It was just like, I wasn't even aware that that was bothering you. But right. had I not said it and voiced it, and had I been, like, so ego-driven or just, like, no, how could you even? How could you break you, my heart? Like, you know could, that you. How could you, you know. betray me like this? Like you know how we love to hang on to stuff and yeah. it's like, okay, well, dang, I didn't say it. Sorry, I said I wasn't gonna do it. What else? Right. What more do you want? What do you me? want me to do? Like, mm. that's true. We just like to hang stuff over people's heads. Right. We remind them about mm. that one situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gotta let it go and let it go. Like literally, yeah. let it go. Let it go or you go. let go. Ooh. Right? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Anybody got worse advice? Ooh. I think I do. You go first, though. I don't have worse advice, but I know... I had know somebody who, sorry, grandma. I know someone who gave my mom (laughs) bad advice. I mean, I guess it's good and bad. And um, so... Oh, I'm going to tell y'all two things. Okay, <laughs> my mom got some bad advice. She shares it with me so I don't do the, the mm, wrong thing. So, okay. sorry, Grandma Ruth, <laughs> but uh, she, my mom, my mom's mom told her to n- never nag a man, basically. Mm-hmm. And I understand, like, okay, we shouldn't be nagging yeah. a man, but I, we should voice our opinion. Right, like, right, yeah. our opinions or say something if we feel something is wrong. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it in a nagging way. But, right, right, right. But I don't think that people should just hold mm-hmm. stuff yeah, in. That's bothering them. That's more. bothering that annoys them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then <laughs> this other person <clears throat> gave my mom some bad advice. And it was just basically saying, oh, okay, I'm not going to put David's now. I'm going to stop there. You have to say who it is. Okay. What they said. Okay. So basically, okay. So if you're in a relationship where someone's cheating, right? Mm -hmm. This person, uh, and um, (laughs) this person goes to you and it's like, oh my god, like what should I do in my relationship? Like, Mm -hmm. man's is cheating, you know. Mm -hmm. And the person tells you to, well, you you just cheat too. That's some fucking dumb. <laughs> like, how are you going to having his cake get eating that, too? Yeah. Girl, you better be get, get your man on the side, too. No. Get you side. <laughs> Boyfriend number two out here. Like, okay. that's just, everybody's going to be mad, and STI is going to be spread right. around. Two wrongs don't make it right. It like, does not. No. At that point, not okay. you just need to leave the okay. relationship Exactly. Go. It's toxic. Like, it's broken. Y'all need to break it off. Yes, mm-hmm. but what kind of relationship is that? Like, I feel like if someone stepped out on a marriage or stepped mm-hmm. out on their girlfriend or boyfriend, I feel like, I don't always feel like you should break up, but I definitely mm-hmm. don't think the solution is going to sleep with so somebody yeah, else. Like being a tip for tat kind of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to uh, figure out what that root problem is exactly. and see if y'all can move on from there. Mm-hmm. But um, mm. so that was some bad advice. <laughs> so see, don't y'all don't. I know y'all like hurt, but do not be going out and busting that thing wide open for just any and everybody either. 
work it out or leave. Like, why yeah. stress yourself out any mm-hmm. further? <laughs> Anyways, y'all can see my face right now. I'm just right? Like, Damn. Dang. Mm. I haven't had any worst advice, but I will say <laughs> I did go to a, a church out in the North Side a mm-hmm. Lighthouse, and the pastor over there, his name is slipping my mind, but he was preaching a sermon about relationships, and he said the woman he like compared the the man and woman relationship or husband and wife relationship to like a thermostat mm-hmm. and the temperature and how women we have to be like you know we control basically we, we can control the situation mm-hmm. so it's up to us like when something is happening to you know we and in my mind like I've definitely been in situations where I've had like that in a movie you know like that flash where I was like I did something completely different than what <laughs> right. I really actually did yes. like I could go and right. stare at this person right now <laughs> but no I'm not I'm just gone right. keep it okay. right so it's like that 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 was good advice mm-hmm. like you have the power to let someone affect how you choose to address a situation mm-hmm. right so you can either That's let that true. person just have you, you know, flipping shit and just mm-hmm. going crazy and going off the wall. Or you mm-hmm. can just say, okay, you know what? I'm going to be a bigger, better person and address this totally different. Right. right. That's so, real. Ooh. I think I want to <laughs> say my best advice is, I don't know how I got it from. I think it was, I don't know. Mm, I've been listening <laughs> to this stuff. But um, everybody thinks that communication is the number one, um, mm-hmm. you know, thing, you know, like for a good mm-hmm. relationship. But I don't know what else to do. They are saying that's actually number two. Mm, number okay. one is respect. Mm, and we were actually talking wow. about this yes, yesterday. We like yeah. men, especially, they want your respect. They want everybody's respect. Mm, so you can't real. talk to them like you don't respect them. Mm, and true. women also want to be respected yeah, and held up to a high standard. So first, having that's that respect true. for one another in a relationship. If you don't respect each other, where are you going to really go? Right. And then with that respect comes respect through communication. Like, I respect you enough to communicate with you in a nice, loving way. So re- making sure that respect is there and making sure it is seen and portrayed. That's so true. That's and that just goes back to, like, we were talking about last night. Me and Tiffany had a... Um, <laughs> we had a jacuzzi. We had a jacuzzi. We had a high grown relaxation. Yes. <laughs> but yes. Um, so we was having like jacuzzi talk. Right? <laughs> we should. Yes. That should be a thing. Jacuzzi talk. Yes. Like right. It's the summertime. Having a jacuzzi. Yes. Wine and you know, yes. things. So, okay. <laughs> you know, we... But okay. <laughs> but last night we was just pretty much basically saying just that and then we were saying i was reading this book i cannot remember the exact title of the mm-hmm. book but it's like 75 communication habits um women can use with their significant other so and it was saying in there just with tiffany just what we were all just agreeing to mm-hmm. with respect it was saying how Men, especially, of course, they value respect. Women, we do too. And it's like when men are receiving your communication from them, they're analyzing or analyzing it as if, is it respectful or is it disrespectful? Is it attractive or is it unattractive? And so women, either if you're in an attractive or seductive mood, then of course you're going to be using attractive, alluring language to a man. Or if How you do that? or but if you're like really wanting to be respected because there are some times you're going to need to say things in a respect like and you demand this certain like we were just saying earlier if someone does something that does you wrong they um 
cheat on you, do whatever the case may be, you're going to want to be respected. You're not going to try, be trying to uh, be attractive at that time. So you, mm-hmm. there's a time and place to use the uh, exact language. But in spite of whatever the situation is, you want to be respectful and they also used it as a term as this is a woman's superpower we are gracious so you can be gracious with your communication still get your message across but understanding how not to reverse psychology yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) our persuasion can build a nation like they said in girls but it's just that right it's the way you say things i mean instead Mm -hmm. of scouting someone you can just like like if you want them to do certain duties you're like you know i love when you yeah just do certain actions and you take control exactly. take the lead. Right. Like, okay, really? You start cleaning the dishes. Right. <laughs> right. The way you clean the dishes, honey, you know? like they are way more clean than anyone's in the house. Like, yes. I don't know what it is about them dishes. I can see right them. through that glass when you clean it, baby. Right? You got to stare at their egos. Like, yes. yes. Who stay egos? Like, Ooh, that's really the tip. Who stay egos all the time? Like, that's them. Make sure he on F. <laughs> yes, like mommy. Oh, you look sexy washing them dishes. <laughs> Nobody looked as good as you washing them dishes. I be washing them dishes, washing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. like, you looking all sexy out there mowing that yard, sweating, creeping yeah. off of you. <laughs> Got the best yard on the block. <laughs> well, like, I was about to look so much better than everybody. <laughs> like, the way you wash our cars, honey. Yes. Like, yeah. But seriously. But no, Jazz, yeah. I know he's sticking on this the relationship part for a long time, but Jazz hit me with this really good. Okay. Do you want to say it? I was about to say Please do. So, was... going back with communication, it's just the way we communicate. And we haven't been taught, like, to communicate in a respectful or an attractive way with our significant others or the man, your husband or the man that you're with or dating or a boyfriend or whatever. So it's the thing is we're communicating like we're at war, not like we're in love. And it just makes you like, we're always trying to win, not necessarily you and per se, but majority of the conversations is like, well, I did this, this, this. Well, you did this, this, this. Like, you're just trying to battle with them. When it's like, you didn't do this. I did this, 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 this. I got this many points. You got that many points. Instead mm-hmm. of saying, like, if if you told him, and this was one of the books, I mean, examples it gave in the book. You told your man to uh, wash the dishes while you were at work. And when you come home from work and you see him laying on the couch in his work clothes and look at the, the dishes <laughs> and they nothing damn bad. And you know he's been home for like four hours. It's like you just immediately want to flip the switch by saying, why are the dishes aren't clean? I told you that you've been at home all day long and they did this. I've been at work. All-. It's like, let's just rewind. Let's stop and communicate like we're in love, not like we're in war. So if you come home, you look at the dishes, it says, okay, damn, ain't nothing. nothing, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> look at me, look at Bay, he on the couch, laying down, watching the game, okay, <laughs> so you, But no, being real, so you come, hey, baby, how was your day at work? Um, it was, you know what, in fact, it was long. Boss came in with tripping, this is his coworker, and messed some stuff up. So I just had this really bad, stressful day. I'm like, oh, like, let me make you something to eat. Like, and then you can be that comforting person instead of, or like, now I understand. I can empathize with you as to why you didn't do the dishes. Like, you just really had a day, and it was saying in the book, it's not the end of the world if your man didn't do the dishes. There, there's <laughs> is plenty more hours in the day that he can do them, but don't just automatically heart 
type and get into that mom mode. That's what they were saying. Like a lot of women, we get into the mommy mode we do, yeah. and we like try to order and boss people around. <laughs> oh, yes, But it's like just coming in that compassionate way. And it, it even said in the book, treat them like you would treat like your neighbor or your boss, your supervisor, or colleague at work. You wouldn't come yelling at them. You would find a nice way to try to <laughs> say the thing, go around and be all pleasing. So it's like, treat them with that same respect that you yeah. would treat a complete stranger to you that you wouldn't just scowl at. Right. I was like, okay. I love that. Yeah. All right. You know, we always try to stay on relationships a long time. <laughs> but moving on, best and worst, first kiss or just kiss? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh y'all ain't know that was on that <laughs> yes so my i'm not gonna put the person out there but it was in high school somebody oh uh, i know <laughs> i don't know like, gradually snatched me oh. into this nook and cranny in the you know school and started like he's the kiss was terrible y'all it was like drool <laughs> coming down my face like tongue <laughs> action it was gross oh my like, god the grossest thing ever. i was just like don't you ever <laughs> You're like, do that again. <laughs> oh my god! Like, ew, ew, ew. That's ew. Like, why is ew? Why? Why spit all the way right exactly. here, Kobe? Why, why, why spit all right on my neck? On my chin? All the way on the chin, y'all. <laughs> that is gross. How about for you too? What's your worst kiss? Okay, worst. Okay, you're doing worse this time around. We so, started with this last. I was in college, and um. I went to this guy. He went to Catholic University or something. It was not even. They didn't even go to Howard. I don't know. Oh, okay, that's bullshit. I don't know why I was in his room or anything. But he was. He started kissing me. Yes. But he smokes like smokes cigarettes. Ooh. And I was like, oh, absolutely not. Like you gotta go brush your teeth before you. Yes. I literally My told God. him, you could taste Ooh. it. Wow. And I was like, you gotta brush your teeth, like. Yeah. And oh he did, gosh. but still, it didn't get it all the way off. So I'm just like, look, guys, look, I'm not trying to. If you are smoking, I'm not. It's not cute. Peppy, it's turn off. Cute. That's a deal breaker. It's it's same just, with blacks. Like, just people taste it. Black and uh, like, like, oh. yeah. Don't be trying to talk to my. Gargle, go get yes. some. <laughs> yes. But I ain't never seen somebody go ahead and brush their teeth so fast. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. Oh my gosh. But I was like, uh, For me, it was uh, one time I was in college. And this guy, he really, really liked me. And I was avoiding him, kind of. Because I, I just didn't want to date anybody. He was attractive. but So one day, he invited me to hang out. We was like walking on. We was on the yard at our school yeah, yard. Yeah, HBC. Y'all have yards at um, not HBC. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> y'all ain't got no grass. Y'all just got paid. I didn't know if y'all called it the yard. Does everyone well, have the yard? It was the pavement. It was. I was kidding. <laughs> that's but we did have lawns, but okay. the, the yard area. Mm -hmm. Did y'all call it the yard? Though? Yeah, we coming for it. Coming for y'all. I'm joking. I'm joking. So we were hanging out on the yard, and it was late. Sun was down. He turns around and kissed me. I'm like, why? He he had like. No, I'm scared. Yeah, bit my lip on some stuff. Like, oh, not trying to be sexy, though. It was yeah. like on some, his teeth kept hitting my lip. I was like, what the hell is that? He was like, like trying to 
like you know a baby a baby <laughs> a puppy imagine a puppy that can't see and they're trying to like drink the mom's milk it's like uh, i was like what kept biting me i'm like if your teeth stab me one more time so after that i just jerked away and i was like dodging kisses i was like being out there dodging and bobbing every time he tried to kiss me he's like my head was left right i was like uh do not ever try to kiss me again in your life i was like last hangout day ever like mm Yes, I've definitely had an experience like that where you kept bumping teeth. Like, I was like, what is <laughs> like you just can't like you open their mouth and they're like closing their mouth. It's like you couldn't get that coordination mm-hmm. right. No, like flow. you never experienced that. No, where thank it was just you like, God, no. Awkward. It was just like you were trying to, but it was just you just couldn't connect. It was, it was just like, no rhythm. Off. Yeah, it no was rhythm. Off. Kept was hitting so teeth, off. like front teeth. And, no, yeah. yeah, it was I just like okay, so wait, sad. You just gotta pause, take a break. That's yeah. yeah no. Best first kiss, mm. best kiss. Mm. I'll answer because I know y'all got to think about right. it. Right. So this was college too. Yes, and I was someone at from Howard, and I went to their dorm room to just hang out, and, I, <laughs> and then um, I don't know, like I don't know. And this is like it wasn't even a make out session. It was just like a, a just a kiss, like yeah. like two two kisses. And but like his fucking lips were like his lips were the softest lips I ever oh. felt pressed against my lips ever in life. I was like, what is going on? It was that was the best kiss, and I wish I had like more kisses like that. But I but like we didn't like make out or anything. So I've had like like make out best mm-hmm. kisses too yeah but like that's the best just like nice yes. gentle kiss I got you. mine was something similar to that but it was more so an experience yeah um, it was like the whole like even the the moments leading up into the kiss mm-hmm. so um we went to a park and we were walking around late at night it was herman park we were walking uh-huh. around herman park late at night and just you know walking talking this we hadn't kissed before this was um actually me and kyle i was gonna put them out there. i know <laughs> Walking around Herman Park, it was like after a movie. We just walking, talking, Aww. and it's a statue right there in the middle of Herman Park, and we no, just posted up right statue. there by the statue. <laughs> he just like pulled me in, and it was just like the most beautiful Aww. thing ever. That's so yes, yes, yes. The lead up, yes, beautiful. That lead up, that is that. That's that. It's like I could just hear the music. Like if it was a movie or something, I could just hear like the, the like a love oh. like a love song. Right. It's just something out of a scene of a movie. Aww. <laughs> that's beautiful. I, I can agree. I can agree. Mm-hmm. And I think for it for me it was quite sim- well, not it was a very different situation. So we was at the bowling alley and mm-hmm. we was it was like Y'all know I had never really been bowling like that yes. in my life. I just, I think at this time, this was my second time bowling. And we was, he was whooping my ass. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it started off kind of like beginner's luck. And then yes. it just slowly, like, kept chipping away. But after each <laughs> round, we would sit down and we would just talk. And yes. you could tell he was trying to kiss me. But I was like, um, but it wasn't like forced. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. we was we would get all, we were just having these little yeah. deep conversations. Mm-hmm. And then we used to get all close in. And he was like, okay, so you ready to go bowl again? Like, yeah, yeah. And so it was one particular play. I think I had hit a strike and I turned hey. back and I was walking and he grabbed me by the nape of my back and hey. just pulled me in and kissed me. I was like, 
Oh, it was just like everything in the bowling alley just went, and it was just like us in the zone, and it was just all, mm -hmm. oh, it was amazing. It was so amazing. <laughs> so amazing. I was just like, but yeah, that was, it was Love magical. Yes. So magical. I, I think it. all the conversations leading up into the kids, because we was like going rounds. We had been yeah, there like for like two hours. Up. Right. Yes, yes the build up. up, that build up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Best and worst first date. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. I'll start this one off. Okay. This one was also Kyle. He you he was the winner, baby. <laughs> um he took me to Galveston. I think that was probably oh, yeah. the the best experience ever. Mm. We had dinner off of the water. Ooh. We like, yeah, watched the sunset and was walking along the beach. That's it beautiful. was beautiful. Yes. <laughs> that is amazing. It was just like, I never experienced Galveston in that kind of, like, cause you know, when you, when people, Houstonians think about Galveston, it's mm -hmm. just like, it's like the water's dirty. Right, right. Just, no, like Galveston was like the most beautiful thing <laughs> in the world that night. Cause you was with awesome. your baby. Yeah, just walking with the moon, the sun, it was just Ooh. amazing. Galveston is romantic. Mm -hmm. It's nice now. Like it they is. made it really nice. It like is. the whole yeah. There's so much to do out there. It is. It is. Um, my best date. It was so good. Okay. Um, I think I already know. I told y'all about yes. this. Like, this is the best date I've ever been on in my life. Yes. So this guy shows up to my to my house. Like I like to be picked up, yes. to my house, and he has freaking baked cookies in his hands oh, and what like kind of baked cookies it was like chocolate chip cookie ooh. like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it was good and but it wasn't even for me it was for my family like he like i brought this for your family and then he had like this um flower that was in a mason jar and um that he picked the flower from his garden his from his mom's garden Aww. and he and when he opened up the door he was like shaking and i thought that was the cutest <laughs> thing to give me the thing to, so to give me the things anyways and then after that i forgot where we went oh we went to um baby baba yegas oh yeah and we're sitting in that little in the outside part with yes. the like the canopy and stuff mm -hmm. um and so we went there we ate um, cause he knew I was, I'm vegetarian or I'm just very conscious with my eating <laughs> habits. So he took me to like a vegetarian based, um, place. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we, he took me to a market, like a flea market yeah. outside. Y'all know, I love to shop he at little the, flea yes, markets like that. Yes. We are going around and stuff like that. Got like ice cream mm -hmm. and stuff. <laughs> it was weird. And then we actually came here to the studio. Cause I was like, Oh, we're right by the studio. I'm going to show you it. And, um, then after that, we went to discovery green to just talk. And mm -hmm. we just talked and talked and talked and talked and talked. And then there was flea by night that night at the same time. Oh, wow. And so, Another flea market where we got to right. walk around at night and stuff like that. And then he dropped me back off at home. And it was like the best day ever. That sounds amazing. We don't talk no more, but like, <laughs> he's a really good quarter. Like, he, he is. is. Yeah. yeah. So. It's very well thought out and planned. Like, right. it's really not a spur of the moment kind of thing. Like, that's yes. the most beautiful thing is when he a guy can actually it. plan out something. That's so true. Yes. Like, it's it's just the things that you yes, like. Exactly. Like, yes. That is I was. True. He was the best quarter I ever had. Well, like, dater person. Mm -hmm. So hopefully somebody else could do that too. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, competition. He, he's right. a good, good guy. No, yes. Mm -hmm. I appreciate awesome. him. <laughs> so last yeah. question. 
best and worst sex position. <laughs> she had to slip that one in out, so we get slide that question in for the grown and sexy. For the tackle this one in. Come on in. All right, go ahead, guys. <laughs> you know. It would definitely <laughs> have to be. Wait, we doing best and worst? Yes. Okay. Are we doing worse? I don't know. Worst. Best, <laughs> best for me would be missionary with the feet up. Mm. Oh. You gotta try it. Try it. <laughs> I don't know. Something about it. Just hit the spot. This is real. Ain't lying. Ain't lying. I can attest. <laughs> Uh, oh, Jamie, were you good? I thought you were agreeing with her. I do agree. That is a great. Like, that's definitely top three, top three, top three. Oh, I like. I do like missionary being very close, though. Very close missionary. Very close. Where, nah, I, I can't get too graphic. He know why. He know why. Winks. <laughs> I love that. Awesome. So let's go on to the rest of our podcast, <clears throat> and we're talking about living. Hey, I mean, how can you not talk about that and talk about living your best life now? Exactly, you know, it's just exactly. it's a stress reliever right there. All okay? aspects of your yes. best life, y'all. <laughs> yes, yes, great. Let us know what your favorite position is in the comments, <laughs> so people could be schooled. What is living your best life? It's 2018. We about mm -hmm. six months in. Let's six get it. In. Halfway there. Mm -hmm. What is living your best life? Y'all, it's just really being, like, for me, it's just true, like, happiness. Mm -hmm. And that is just doing what I love, being around the people that I love, mm -hmm. being able to provide for myself the kind of lifestyle that I want to live, being able to provide for my mother, my grandmother, mm -hmm. you know, the people who poured in and did things for me, being mm -hmm. able to give back right. to them um, and being able to start and leave a legacy for my unborn children, mm -hmm. grandchildren. Like that to me is like living my best life. Right. Agreed. Mine would be living my best life is being happy at every phase I'm at so right now I'm happy being with my friends being working where I'm working um, being single mm. you know being happy where I am now but always striving for you know just to improve my well-being of life right. not saying making more not saying you know but really right. my overall you know well-being of life and peace yeah. so being happy at every single phase is living my best life Okay. Yes, yes, I agree with that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I 100%. Y'all pretty much stole everything I was going to say. <laughs> um, but just to add, um, I will say definitely everything y'all said, but taking it and making it a little more personal, um, just doing, being real enough with myself to understand when I need those checkpoints and to redirect certain things and listening to God's voice. 
um, and making sure I'm living my divine purpose because I know I, sometimes I, I, at one point I found myself getting caught up in I want to be successful, I want to be successful, but I didn't know what successful meant to me. I knew what it meant to everyone else having the this and the this and the, you know, the standard traditional way of success, having X amount of this or X amount of this kind of this and that kind of that, but it's like, is that even what I genuinely like? Is that what makes me really happy when you have all of this? Am I still going to be happy or does this actually make me happy? So just figuring out what is divinely mine and that's divinely from that allows me to live in my divine purpose. And it's a constant yes. walk. And when I get to a place where I feel like I'm no longer living in my divine purpose, just understanding like, okay, this is a checkpoint. It's a milestone and I can go another direction and continue to live my it's like I feel like we're growing in stages and you grow to a certain point and it takes you never know where life may take you and you're led to this place and you're under actually able to identify like this is for me yes and I think that is a good feeling like when you finally come to that realization (laughs) yes okay like this is what I want to do right this is where I want to be this is the feeling that I've been longing for my whole life my whole life and who says i have to wait till i get to this destination or that that to have this feeling yes it's already here now Mm -hmm. i don't want to like wait i want to be happy Mm -hmm. right now like what right now yes right now um so with goes exactly what you said um is knowing what your idea of success or living your best life mm-hmm. is. So we're just going to come in with, to you guys with a few tips on how to live your best life. Not saying we just know everything, mm-hmm. but we are striving, are living our best life right now. Yes, so yes. tip one would definitely, definitely, definitely be writing it down. Mm-hmm. Like Jasmine said, <laughs> it's just so important to know, like, at least know how you want to feel what what you what you I want to say like I don't want to give you like steps of like oh uh, I want to car like I want these material things but basically like how do you want to feel how do you want your relationship to be how do you want your financial status to be like that so writing those things down so you can know what to strive for right that's wow that's yeah. it's something about when you writing something down to look at it, to see it, to work on it, and then to be able to check that off or scratch that off. Like, it's like a, just like. So rewarding. Yeah, a rewarding feeling just being able to do do that. Yeah, it's so magical. Like, we tell y'all all all the time, like, writing it down and then you forget about it and you look back at it like, wow, this Mm -hmm. came to pass. Like, you you can manifest it. So living Mm -hmm. your best life, come on, we just write down what, Exactly. Do you want like what do you yeah. want? Go to right. Marshalls. Go get you a cute little journal. Yes. And mm-hmm. write all over that thing. Fill it up, and then get a new one right. and do the same thing all over again. Right. <laughs> Real. It's it's never a destination. You always no. want to continue to write things down. And I just think about we don't even be so hard on yourself. Like I don't know what to write down. Write everything yes. down. Like yes. set out your intentions. Scope out. Map out. And even as even if you've already done it, you did it. Say you did it last year, or say you did it for New Year's. Things and, and circumstances could have, or events could have happened in your life that wanted that actually caused you to change. Like hmm, maybe I thought I wanted a Maserati, but now I know I'm actually really <laughs> content with, um, you know, uh, I don't know, a Lexus or something. Mm-hmm. But just 
constantly recent because when you know when we're young we say we want things that we realize later that don't have this much value you say you wanted 25 kids but now you might be like i see i live a little uh, i think i'll be good with five or six or four <laughs> or however many the case may be you just literally write your life out i know it seems easier like why would i write that i want to have this, this, this that don't even make no sense but it helps you to put focus it helps you to bring focus to what that thing that you say that you want when we are able to actually take it out of our minds and yeah. put it into to words so to speak it helps you literally like okay now i know what to focus on when i'm setting my intentions to to manifest this thing to pray and ask for these things that it is that i want you yeah. just spark something. It kind of helps you clear because, like, it's so many things that we hold in our minds. Yes. And we're constantly running around trying to remember, oh, yeah, I got to do this, got to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just release some of that, put it in your phone, put it in your calendar, put it in your, you know, right. write it down, you can fill your mind with other things. Right. You're not trying, you can clear up that space to, you know, focus on something else. Right. It helps you yes. stay on track. Yes. Like, even writing down things at work, like, I can't even get my job done unless I'm, like, writing out a to do mm-hmm. list. Like, because mm-hmm. I was just me. Just doing all these random things, like, yes. and that's in life too. Like, right. you said you want to finish the A, B, yes. C, and D, so get this out the way. Real, mm-hmm. dang. You know what? I need to go back and write some more. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> with my life, like seriously, like there's things I want to accomplish that, mm-hmm. you know, you spend so much more energy doing other things mm-hmm. um, when you should be focusing on what you wrote down and just yeah. writing it down. It just puts it into the atmosphere. It just it's just that one more thing that helps you manifest. It's written down. You're saying it. You're thinking about it. Right. So if you're doing all those three things, praying about it, yeah. four mm-hmm. things then it's more likely to come to pass. Mm, I so So ask yourself, what is the, your vision for your life? Do y'all kind of have something in mind about like how you do you see your life? I could go ahead and start and okay. let y'all think. Mm-hmm. But um, this is what I'm realizing more than anything is I get, I'm very happy. I guess you have to find out what is your happy points? I'm mm-hmm. more happy when I'm helping, like serving mm-hmm. in some type of way. That's why I'm so thankful for the job I have now. Uh, and it's like, I want to do more. So like serving all the time. Like, so my vision for my life is to be able to serve people, mm-hmm. you know, through mm-hmm. my words, through my work, with anything I do. Yeah. Right, right. Um, that's the vision for my life because I know that's going to keep me happy. And I don't know why helping people just keeps you, makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Right. But also does. have a vision for um, to have a family, yes. to have a long lasting relationship mm-hmm. with my husband, my future husband, and mm-hmm. to have, you know, kids that I could pour into and be able to set them out in the world to do, to also serve the world and live their right. best life and in their community. So that's what I'm seeing, like, in my mind. But I'm also seeing that I don't want to want for anything. So I have abundance right, of right. love, ab- abundance of financial stability, so mm-hmm. I could get the things that um, I deserve, like a nice mm-hmm. place to, to live at. I could yes. buy the food I want. I could buy the clothes I want. Absolutely. Abundance. So yeah. abundance, servitude family and of course having a strong relationship with God because I mean without God can't ain't done none of this possible <laughs> ain't to no be best, honest. best life ain't no best life <laughs> so those that's my my like a uh, broadened vision of my life I at one point I thought that I knew but then now I've been I'm I'm revealed every day I get like I get these 
revelation, so to speak, every day that I'm just going wherever God wants me to go. As simple as that. I think I may want this, but then maybe from me chasing after this thing, God will open up another way and reveal to me like, hey, you really need to be doing this or you really need to be putting your energy here. Same like we were talking about in jacuzzi last night. We'll probably break the news to um, everyone. <laughs> but like you, know, you, you may be doing something and you start off doing this thing and then you realize two years later or a year later that, hey, it was you were only doing that because it was setting you up to do this thing now. So right. I, I don't. I don't know where I want to say for my career, but I just know it's going to be whatever my divine purpose is for me to be on this on this on this earth. That's what I want to do as far as career, um, so, and then having a family, of course. So pretty much everything y'all said already. <laughs> yeah, likewise, yeah. yeah. All those. And I think like uh, where Jasmine was going, what, we were, what she was talking about, we were talking about last night, like having one thing lead to another thing, and it's just a, in life. I feel like. In order to live your best life, you have to give yourself grace. You have to give yourself forgiveness. Like God gave, has given us so much grace so and so much forgiveness. forgiveness. Um, and so in in life, we go through, we have relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have different jobs. We have different friends mm-hmm. and things of that nature. And sometimes it's so hard to let go of your friends or mm-hmm. let go of a, a ex-boyfriend or even let go of a job and move on. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that in order to fulfill your purpose, you had to go, had to have that relationship first so you could be better mm-hmm. for your, your next man. You had to have that job first so you, you could have the skills for your next job. Mm-hmm. And so just giving yourself grace to forgive yourself. Like these things might not work out, but I'm gonna let it go so I could go to where I need to be Absolutely. now. So I think another part of living your best life is being able to consistently and change gracefully. And that's hard. So I feel like yeah. we have to pray for that. Yes. Please Lord, let me yeah. be able to let go of the things that are not for me and mm-hmm. only have the things in my life that serve me. Amen. You know? Mm-hmm. That's good. So, I was watching a video of The Rock where he was talking about that. Like he, in his mind, he knew he was going to be great. He knew he was going to be a superstar. Mm-hmm. But he thought it was going to be for football. Right. right. And then, you know, that turned into, you know, him not being able to play football turned into a wrestling career. Right. And from there, now he's a whole Actors. movie star. Like, movie star. Like, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Like, you he never knew, knew that he was going to be great. Like he said, you don't, you don't know what it is exactly that you're going right. to be doing, but you know that you're going to love it, that it's going to be It's going to be amazing. Whatever time I'm supposed to exactly. receive that, I'm going to receive it in my time. That's really yes. where I'm at with everything now. I don't know more me trying, because they're in this book by, um, I think, Florence Govelshin, or maybe I hope I'm not misquoting that, but it says that um, man's will is powerless to God's will. So mm-hmm. we're trying to put on like I'm gonna be a, a firefighter in this age. I'm gonna have 13. I'm gonna have three kids, a dog, a house, and it's like okay. But then life may take you through this completely opposite journey where you a neuroscientist and then you um, retire and become a philanthropist and just travel the world. Like you don't know. You don't know. I just know it's gonna be great either way it goes. Though. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like y'all were talking earlier about you know feeling like oh this is where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like God puts stuff in our minds. Like it's not for anything. Mm-hmm. Like he we do have will to do the things that we we want to do. He puts desires 
desires yes. in in our gives us ideas, puts them Absolutely. in our heart, and He wants to fulfill those desires. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and it might not just it might be in the way you think, and it might not. And just like you were saying, like we can't even even imagine, you know, what God has for us. <laughs> So I think another thing in uh, living your best life is just knowing it's gonna be okay. It's going to work out. It's going it to work to. out. It oh, it always it's always gonna work out for our good, whether we yeah. alive or whether we uh, in our next life. You know, it's, it's going to. Target. It's always gonna be good. Like right. it's gonna be good. So I think just knowing. Knowing that everything is going to be okay, like you might be hurt now, mm-hmm. but just just know and trust that it's gonna get better. Yeah. Like you might not be at the job you want right now, mm-hmm. but having that trust in God to know, mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna be here forever. forever. Like, right. but I'm gonna enjoy what I can right now until Learn. I get to the next step. Right. So. I think you just spoke a word over my life. <laughs> no, for real though, because it's like somebody yeah, needed to hear that. They did. Because even with me, just like being single, like y'all know this. I finally came to the the conclusion while we were on our break due to this sermon um, with Transformation Church. It was called "Alone, Not Lonely," mm-hmm. and just talking about how important it is to embrace every season that you're in because we're in these seasons for a reason. Like. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be single. It's okay to be in a relationship. It's okay to be dating. It's okay to be married. But, mm. okay, seeing, okay, I'm in this space. Why I'm in this space? There's a reason for it. It's like you reason. could be happy to learn mm. yourself, to be selfish, mm. to just be happy with you and God. Like, mm. I just want y'all to be happy where y'all at because it's just because you need to find why you're in that phase and go through it. Yeah. Grow through it. Grow through it. Grow through it. I like that. That was beautiful. But another thing is um, having a vision for the relationships in your life. Do y'all want to like break that down? Because relationships be hard. (laughs) Yeah, we're definitely. I would would definitely like to start there because um, envision for the relationships that you see yourself having in your life. And I was just thinking about this. I wish I brought it in, but like I really had to. Because, like, we say we want these amazing relationships, and I was just mm-hmm. like, okay, so what does amazing mean to you? Mm-hmm. It's like, if you say, I want to be a great person, so what makes you great? Is it mm-hmm. the fact that you on time, you're an orderly person, you give back to the community? Like, so what it is, so I was like, okay, I want an amazing, great relationship, so what is an amazing, great relationship? Yeah. So then I just started thinking, I'm like, you know... I want to be happy, so a relationship filled with happiness, a relationship filled with patience, a relationship filled with joy, communication, a relationship um, that's filled with, that's built upon, it was so many different things, like divine harmony founded, founded in God, of course, because if all this fails, and I was, in, I, I keep, people that's married for like 35 years, they keep saying like, you know, you just gonna have to call on God sometimes, just being real. Like, I don't know how this is gonna work out, but just God work it out for me. Like, send your grace and just heal, restore, repair, build us, grow us, and, and make sure like we're good in you. And I'm just like, okay, so definitely God needs to be number one. But, yes. um, yes, and I was just like, I was thinking, so I said, patience, joy, happiness, harmony, divine harmony, communication, 
I wrote a whole list. I really can't remember everything that was on the list. But it was like 25 things, like top 25. Maybe it was a little less or more, but it was like right around there. And I just wrote a whole bunch of adjectives that what is an amazing relationship and trust, one that is built on trust. And I I was really thinking about these things, forgiveness. Like, yeah, so that's for me. I like that. Cause it's like you were saying, like write it, write, write it down. Like what is amazingness to you? What? Mm-hmm. Is, Cause That's you also right. have to ask your partner that. Like, mm-hmm. what is an amazing relationship yeah. to me? Might not be, be what was, amazing. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like so those no. love languages and understanding mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I wrote adventure too. Yes, yes. <laughs> Those love languages. Yeah, you have to understand real. each other because we're just so we're all so different, and we really mm-hmm. take things way differently. Like we might think somebody is really going ham on us, but it's not the same. Like our perspective mm-hmm. might view something as bad when somebody really means well. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine in a relationship that the perspectives y'all have to be on the same page right. and communicate to each other what what it really is. Mm-hmm. That's real. But what I've found through my singleness in dating uh, is what I I want in a in a man and what I need for myself mm. and what I found more than anything is um you know that we all grow right you're like we're not the same person I, um, we were when we were twenty we're not gonna be the same people we are when we're thirty you're not gonna be able to Mm-mm. be the same people when we're forty right. so I pray that God brings me a man that I'm able to grow and change with but we are able to grow together at the mm-hmm. same speed and the same light and always striving to for the greater good absolutely um, at the mm-hmm. end of the day that's just one of the main things amongst a, a lot of things but that's because I'm just that has been a fear of mine of growing apart, growing this way. I want to grow like together, together and in sync, but mm-hmm. increasingly. Mm-hmm. And um, I think what you were saying, calling on God and having Him in your life first, is gonna be what makes y'all grow together and really? stay together. Like I don't think there's any other way. Uh, but I was telling her last night, like I ran into when I was in Galveston. I ran to this lady and she just started talking to me and my mom and she's been married for 37 years, has beautiful kids. And she was saying what you need in a long lasting relationship is these three F's. She said friends. So making sure you and your partners are friends, mm-hmm. uh, fellowship, having people around you that want y'all to win, that will help you out, that y'all could confide in to make sure y'all grow together. Mm-hmm. And in faith, like, y'all have to be praying together. Y'all have to be working on it. Y'all have, God has to be in the midst of the relationship. Yeah. So I was like, can you repeat that? Write <laughs> this down. That's real. So, That's I, so real. I want to call that into to my life or whoever God has me, for me in the future. So this one for me, the relationships, when I agree with everything you all said, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go to the other side of right. it, just as far as friends, you know, that kind of relationship with friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when I was younger, we used to do a lot of family gatherings, family get togethers, you know, like our house was like the spot. Yes. Oh, I know. And it's house. no longer like that anymore. So I do definitely, I have a vision of like, I want my house to be. You know, just one where it's like, hey, you know, we going to, you know, yeah. whoever the so and so's house, yeah. you know, whatever my last name is, you know, right, yeah. right, right. So, you know, so and so mama's house, yeah. Yes. Like, like this is the spot, you know. It's just a place of love, and mm. you know, just having that relationship with family and friends. Yes. Right. Oh, I know. love that. That's very important. Mm. Make sure your relationships are good everywhere. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Right. Healthy, healthy. healthy. Yeah, it's just those healthy relationships with friends, uh, family, coworkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, I definitely the people in your life is mm-hmm. gonna make up 
why your yes. life is good. We spend so right. much time at work, you know, building mm-hmm. those relationships and cultivating those, not just, you know, at work, but even outside of, mm-hmm. that's true. you know, work. Absolutely. Who are yeah. you surrounding yourself with? Mm-hmm. How is your relationships? Is it healthy? Is it toxic? Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's work. Let's yes. work. Business relationships, <laughs> everything. Yes. Right. Agreed. I'm glad you brought that up. And I love how Kobe said that because it's funny, on my list, mm-hmm. I actually wrote my relationships, like all of my relationships. Yes. I wanted that to be, but I was just kind of addressing it with the relationship with my significant mm-hmm. other. But that's re- that's beautiful. I love how you just implemented like mm-hmm. family, that whole, because the Cause people outside of you, it, mm-hmm. yeah, the connections is really what makes life fun. Like right. those other, the meetings and interactions with all of the people that you love yes. and that are dear to you. So yes. yeah. You know what's funny? I was thinking, this kind of a little off topic, but uh, it was National Best Friend Day. And so I wrote this post and I had like my best friends, y'all were there. Mm-hmm. Um, my girls from college, Haifa from high school, kindergarten. Um, <laughs> Hillary, Allison, Chloe from middle school, like y'all are all my best friends. Y'all all still play a really significant role right. in my life. But in the caption, I was like, this is why my standards are so high. But then I was realizing like, ooh, <clears throat> I need to take a step back because these I'm finding all these amazingness in like 11 friends. Yeah. And I can't really expect for my one oh, man to mm-hmm. encompass everything that you guys infiltrate into my life so it made me take a step back it's like okay i can't i mean my standards still high but i can't like (laughs) think that this one person is gonna encompass all of these because i go to you guys for different things like i'm like okay Okay, you can't be Jasmine, 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 like my mom, like um, so that's just funny. That said that. That's funny. That's real too. So I just thought that it was funny. I think another thing that goes into living your best life is re checking yourself, like. Definitely. Mm. Yes. Like, ooh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got your life. Get yourself together. <laughs> like, okay, I know I said that I needed some downtime, but it's been how long now? Yes. <laughs> get back to it. So ask yourself, like, what do you need to check with? I think you should be in constant checking yourself, mm-hmm. but you also have to make sure that checking yourself doesn't go into being ashamed of yourself or being mm-hmm. too bad, beating up on yourself. Beating up on yourself. Mm-hmm. Beating yourself you should up. definitely be careful. Healthy balance. Right. Praise yourself more. You know, like I'm a good person. You know what? For every time you check yourself, you should praise yourself eight times. Like just to counteract that, so that you don't feel like okay. Because um, sometimes you can get in a habit of only picking out the flaws, mm-hmm. and I don't want that to be an unhealthy type of criticism that you give to yourself because we can be hard on ourselves mm-hmm. so hard i'm <laughs> i know don't I'm, know i'm still beating myself up over, over like this one thing i said in the meeting yesterday friday and i was like why did i say that i was tuning my horn a little bit too much and i was like "Ooh, i'm gonna let other people to my own heart <laughs> but yes oh, um but yeah tell us about this journal that you have Oh my gosh. So this journal was at the amazing black market hey. of Houston. Black Y'all market Houston. Check Shout it out. Jay out. Malone. Jay O. Malone, you are doing your thing, bringing a, like 
Well, I feel like it's hundreds and thousands, um, thousands yes. of uh, black people just to come around, come out in fellowship and get being involved in this experience because this mm-hmm. is an experience, y'all, from live performances to podcasts to just you need something to it's do on a culture. Friday night and kick back. This is is uh, the yes. place to go. Yes. But um, at the black market, I came across. This one vendor, there are vendors, black vendors there. You buy black at the black marketplace. And her name was Millie Speaks. That's what she goes by. And she created this journal. And it's called, the name of the journal is called The Sun Looks Good on You. It's a 31-day inspirational journal. And y'all. Girl. Y'all. I need that, like, pronto. Right? I, I need one in my life. I, w- I really want to tell her, like, I think she should make a male version of these because... This can, this can really save people's lives, change yeah. people's lives. I think this is something that they probably give you at therapy sessions <laughs> when you be paying like $1,000 an hour to get. Mm-hmm. But like this, like it's so good because in the book, we're probably going to mention some of the topics, but it just really gives you a, a chance. So, you know, we'll buy a journal in Marshalls and it's just blank. The pages are blank. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people don't know what to do on those pages. But these pages, it gives you a topic, it gives you a theme, and we're going to get into some of those topics and themes a little later into the podcast. But it gives you one topic to write on, and you just pour all of your thoughts, like that mental clutter, because these things are so much going on in our minds. We've never released it. We've been holding on to it. Like, I was in here thinking about stuff that happened to me at age two. I was like, thank you. <laughs> so, like, I was really just going through, pouring my soul out on this on these pages, and I say I feel the healing and the, the, the growth from it. So, it's such a great yeah. journal. Thank you so much. Shout out, Millie Speaks. And y'all should know y'all this is not this. sponsored or anything. Mm, not, not even sponsored. She had some good, good topics that we want to discuss with you guys, so we mm-hmm. had to shout her out. Um, so, I want to start with this one question prompt that she brought up. Mm-hmm. And it says, <laughs> I'm laughing because anyway, anyway, it says, fear has stolen faith from every generation. It is the greatest thief lurking in our spines. What are you afraid of? Mm-hmm. And I just believe like in this life, we have to be able to confront the things that we are afraid of so we can move past it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that was one of the journal entries in um, mm-hmm. the journal. Right. And so I just want to ask y'all, like, yeah. what are y'all afraid? afraid of what are you afraid of i already of? know for me it's just really being a disappointment like you know Ooh. being like that family disappointment like what did you do with your life like we did all of this for you and mm. you didn't do anything with it mm. you know so that's i mean it's plain and simple like that's that and that's really what drives me it's like okay what am i doing this for? i'm doing this for my mom i mean of course i am doing it for me right. too mm-hmm. but it's like i don't ever want to the people who you know invested to me invested in me to feel like it was a waste right, right. Girl, you doing Ooh. it. So Girl, you ain't got to worry about, about that. You ain't got to worry. You doing the damn thing. You ain't got to worry about that at all. I, I agree with that. I wrote that was actually one of the things I wrote down in the journal entry. I went from as broad to as, and I wrote, I, I fear not living my divine purpose or not being put on this earth. And then I get to the end and I'm not living my purpose. I kind of see that as me um, just being a disappointment. Like you gave, you was put on this earth all these years, but bringing it a little more, reeling it in into a little uh, more of a specific um, personal place where I am, it's just, I fear that if I don't do and dedicate the, the correct amount of time to, and put my efforts in the right amount of places, because they say, what you do in your 20s, 
is going to determine how you live it in your 30s and 40s and so forth and so on. And I just want to, I was feeling like, am I doing enough in my 20s so that I can put myself in a good enough position so that I am okay? Not even okay, like that, that I am fulfilled like in my thriving 30s. And thriving and thriving. Like, yes. Because like, I'm done. I live in my best life. Yeah. So I want to be, yes, yeah. thriving. Not I just surviving. Not I could just like live, like just the bare minimum, but actually. Yes, that is one of my goals. Like Doing I want to be. I love how you said thriving. I want to be prospering at that age in my life. So I'm. So that was definitely one. Just being overcritical at times, um, not expressing my uh, creativity. But um, yeah, that main thing was just you know not prospering at the time that I. I think that God want me. To, I'm gonna say that this is me and divine time and is in one, and it's not just me being selfish. Like I want to have this by this age, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. Mine has been, and I feel like there's some truth in it. I feel like um, mine is not optimizing my mm-hmm. potential, like not working hard enough, and mm-hmm. um, and so not getting to where I know I'm supposed to be. I guess you're saying walking in God's purpose, but but it helps knowing that because it will help me to be able to optimize my potential right. and do the things that are, are for mm-hmm. me. Also a thing that has was a fear for me, mm-hmm. I guess it mm-hmm. was the fear of being alone. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I wanna be married and I wanna have kids. Like I wanna have family. Like that's the number one thing I want in life. Mm-hmm. Right, so right. that's a fear of mine. But I mean, I know God has something great for me. Mm-hmm. I think to plan Absolutely. mine is kind of the same. That's gonna be my next one too. Mm-hmm. Is I know that I'm gonna have a family, a kid, mm-hmm. you know, a child, you know, all of that, a husband. Mm-hmm. But my fear is just with so much. You just see so much unloyalty, like disloyalty yes. out here, Ooh. the unfaithfulness, and it's just that's my fear. Mm-hmm. Is that you know being in a relationship where the other person is not as loyal as I am? Right. Ooh, I swear. You know? Want to make sure like. Yeah, they really trip me out. Like even Jay Z, yeah. like for Jay Z to cheat on Beyonce, like that's me. That's the baddest chick in the game. Like that's the hottest chick. Right, right, right. You know, don't. So just really having that 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 bond. Commitment. Where, yes, that mm-hmm. commitment. Yeah. Right. That's true. I I can definitely say that that was one of my fears for sure. Being betrayed by someone I love mm-hmm. deeply. Like. Mm-hmm. But you know what. But, I casted all these fears back to God look, after look, I wrote them all down. Look, I had flipped that thing with like God. I released all these fears over <laughs> my life. And you cover my life and cover every situation yes. and allow only good to manifest from these things. So I ended up yes. that's like I have God, God. That's like I have yes. God. I mean, the Bible says cast your burdens on him. So like, you know, we mm. take all these burdens on ourselves in life and you have to realize, okay, there's a lot that's something you can't really you could do some things to try you should you could be your best the best girlfriend the best wife and you do what you can but at the end of the day you have to cast that on god like i got this like let him handle it uh so you could go ahead and be happy and live your best life i also think that you want to make sure though you know it's smart to make sure you know to be on the lookout but you also want to make sure that you're not manifesting this into your life. Really? Like, if you're thinking about that so much, you're calling that into your life. Really? Like, you you know, you're calling that into your life. So making sure you're constantly making sure those negative emotions that you're having mm-hmm. or thoughts or doubts, that you're quickly changing them 
You know, even if you don't Real. believe it at the moment, like we Real. do with the 24, 24, 24 mm-hmm. rule, is to keep changing it to making it positive. Like, no, we're going to have a healthy, committed relationship and right, like right. surrounding yourself mm-hmm. with marriages and, and relationships that are like that. Real. So you can see it. Because if you over here looking at Beyonce, Jay-Z, um, looking at the crazy people, <laughs> the celebrities, you're going to so get that in your head. Like, yeah. oh, my God, these people aren't faithful. But there yeah. are faithful men they and are. women with committed relationships that are out there. You just have to seek those. Seek those. And Ooh. bring them into your life. I love how you said that, too. And I just have to touch you because that plus <laughs> because. The reason why I created my affirmations mm-hmm. for the principles, like um, I want a relation, I want all my relationships to be built on mm-hmm. patience, trust, mm-hmm. uh, compassion. I, I I forget the whole list, but the reason why I created that was so when I start thinking these thoughts, I'll just say, no, my relationship is built on trust. So I know yes. that I I can trust my partner, and I know he wouldn't do anything to hurt me like that. I can. Uh, I love my relationship is built on happiness. So. What will make me happy? That would make me happy. So he couldn't do anything like that. Or And it's not even just um, leading specifically to cheating. That can be, do you feel like your partner is going to um, make intelligent decisions when it comes to making these um like life yeah, decisions like that we gonna need. Pay the bills like, that you're like, supposed to pay. Yeah. You go spend that on. You know? Right. So it's yeah. just like I trust him that he's gonna yeah. make the best decision for for me and him and our family that we're building on. So yeah, the foundation that we're building and patience. Mm-hmm. So we just gotta be patient. You don't have to be forgiving. But yeah, and you just have to remind yourself. I feel like. Because we know we, have, we talk on a whole bunch of podcasts and we give this advice, right? Real. But you have to, we have to remind ourselves we're of what perfect. we're supposed to do. <laughs> we like, I perfect. need to make sure I'm saying my affirmations. I need to make sure yeah. I'm talking with love and not with war and things of that nature. It's just Same. Just constant. Same, yeah. Don't ever for a second think that we're like preaching at someone. Yeah. We're trying to tell y'all what to do. No, we try to tell ourselves what to do. I know. I'm right. Just as we over here. Like, and it's funny because sometimes Kobe will say something or Tiffany will say something. I'm like, dang, I need to write that down for my <laughs> yes. own stuff. Like, and even when I say something, I'm like, okay, I need to go back and do that now from here on out. I'll be like, I really think God is a vessel. He's speaking through us. And it's like, we shock ourselves with some of the things we say sometimes. Like, okay, now now that God didn't spoke that word through you, let me actually make sure I hear to that and yes. I really hold myself up Lord, to I doing. pray that yes. I practice what I preach. Amen. Yes. Um, another thing that she said in the, the Sun Looks Good on You journal, uh, she asked, what decisions have you made out of fear? Ooh. Ooh. I got to look what <laughs> I wrote on that one. Okay, so just sticking to the situation, mm-hmm. uh, talking about the, uh, the being cheated on or whatever. Mm-hmm. So doing stuff like, you know, snooping, <laughs> you know, some little stuff like that. Real, um, real. And then on the other side, my other fear was, you know, not being... Um, successful. I mean, the good, there were good decisions, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's nothing bad that came out of that I fear. That you, said that. you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, like you said, you know, because you don't want to be a disappointment, because you don't want to fail. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I got to do this. I got to get up. I got to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Right. That's real. So, it's some, some good things that can Agreed. come out of those, those fears. Dang. Oh, whatever. I really don't know. Like, I can't think of. I know I there's about some... roller coasters even. Like, I'm scared to death of roller coasters. I still really? get on them. You're scared? Yeah. I am 
I won't get on that. You know, that's like, she, you still gotta overcome it's, that. Yeah, it's like exciting it's like, too sometimes. I did that. Yes, it's like I, I, I overcame that. that. Yes, yes. Like, I, I didn't let that. I, I didn't back down. I'm yeah, conquered. That's yes. cool and all. <laughs> I like the feeling of my stomach leaving my body. <laughs> <laughs> gotta let everybody gotta have their stomach leave their body. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah, you can do that. Gotta feel your way. stomach going up to your to your throat. Yes, I don't feel the need. <laughs> I don't think I need to do that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's definitely one. I don't get on a roller coaster without a fear. <laughs> real, real. Um, oh, you know what? Actually, as of right now, I haven't traveled for real outside the country or mm-hmm. like to a place that I'm not like that's that's foreign to me mm-hmm. by myself out of like, ooh, that's probably not that safe. <laughs> Sometimes, um, it could be a good thing or it be a bad thing. But yeah. the thing is, you know, I was talking to somebody else about that. And they were mm-hmm. like, maybe Tiff should uh, take some, like, lessons to defend yourself. Because I know that's mm-hmm. one thing as being a woman traveling mm-hmm. alone yeah. is that we don't know how to defend ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, you know, buying a taser, you know, buying a pepper spray. Mm-hmm. And then also just learning how to defend yourself. Like, right, like little keys, yes. Get yes. you out of certain situations. And then knowing how to look out, what to look out for and where, you know. Being prepared. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. You know Real. what? That kind of brings me to, like, now I'm thinking about all the fears. And that's even, like, having fears of speaking up in, like, a meeting mm-hmm. or having a fear of asking for a raise or asking for, like, more responsibilities or a new position. Like, that could stop you from speaking up. Fear could stop you from speaking up. But um, if you're prepared mm-hmm. uh, to have stuff back you up, then that fear even though it might be still there, yeah. if you hear like a no, or you, if you are prepared, it's more likely to be able to overcome it. Exactly. That's true. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I like that. Okay. That was great. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What doors do you want to open? That's one of the questions she had in her journal. And, and to elaborate on that, it says, um, what doors do you hope will open once you step out on faith? Ooh. Once you have your faith game. I'm glad you made sure to read that part. <laughs> right? Cause right? It, and then taking it back, she wrote a statement. It says, faith is a key that unlocks doors few dare to open. Right. So. Definitely this, you know, with the, the podcast, you know, we're definitely stepping out on faith faith with this Mm -hmm. so i hope that something does come with this you know that we're able to be picked up by a network Mm -hmm. and you know this can be something that's global something where you know (laughs) it's really getting heard by many where we're able to really be on different platforms yes can you read that one more time okay so i'm gonna just read in order it says faith is a key that unlocks doors few dare to open what doors do you hope will open once you step out in faith um, I think for me, so, oh, oh, you got it, you got it. No. So if you didn't, if you could do anything because you knew you had faith, there are no limits. Like the only limits we place in on our lives are those that we think in our minds we can't achieve. Like if, if there, I, I know Tiffany hates this word, if sky was the limit, beyond the sky was the limit, what would you do? What would you want? What would you will as God to pour into your life? Because of that strong faith, I know that I can have this thing mm-hmm. or these situations or events or circumstances. Okay, mm-hmm. now. Hmm, okay. I mean, two. I, can, I think I have two. So one is definitely love. I want to be able to have so much faith that I'm not afraid to let other 
things go or people go mm-hmm. so I can open, unlock the door for true love. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another one would just be, it, it, it is just having to, the faith that I'll be able to make an income based solely off the things that we do and that I do mm-hmm. and that I will never really have to depend on a nine to five like mm-hmm. that worries me because with me being fired four yeah. times mm-hmm. it always scares me like I'm thinking yeah, you know, nothing is nothing's stable yeah. and like it's, once I have get an apartment you know mm-hmm. which I'm looking to do very soon I want to make sure that if for some reason uh, I'm not putting this in the atmosphere but right, right. but if for some reason something doesn't go right at my job that I'm able to not be scared Mm -hmm. and that I'm able to support myself. So if I'm stepping out on faith, Mm -hmm. I would be able to create the the, um, income doing the things that I love self-sufficiently. Yes. Mm -hmm. But God-sufficiently. Right, right. right. Ooh, I like that. I love that. Ooh, that was beautiful. I agree. Um, For me, one of my fears, I mean, one of my faith one of the things that I have faith in would be to have so much faith to know that I can break the generational curse, curses, generational cycles. Like with me, I have so much faith. So like, cause I think we were talking last night. We were talking about last night. Could have been a whole podcast last night. <laughs> it was a whole podcast. We brought the recorder. But um, we were saying that one, was this with you? Oh yeah, with generation. Yes. Okay. One generation can change it all. It can set the turn mm-hmm. and completely change your family's legacy. Like y'all can go from not being, and it's not even saying I want to be known for the accolades or for the um, the, the fame and all of that. That's not what I'm doing it for. It's just that that genuine legacy. I and Kobe was saying this earlier. This genuine legacy. I want to be able to um, reach those that have helped me along my journey, my aunts, my uh, father, my, all of the people that's poured into me when I was just nothing. And I was a little leech and I was sucking for everybody because I didn't have (laughs) anything, but I really want to pour back into those and then to not only pour into them, but pour into my own, um, family that I'm building with my significant other and, literally leave something behind instead of trying to take from those that are once I'm leaving just actually leaving a piece of of something amazing and grand that I know God will make sure manifest because of the faith that I'm building um to be able to leave something behind for those that I brought into this world technically so definitely I have faith that I will be able to change the course of my family lineage if that makes sense yeah no, that Just does. with um with my worth ethic with my faith with 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 my faith really that's really what it's going to boil down to yes and we were also talking about with those generational curses i mean they are real but like she said you could break it and you could build a whole new legacy mm-hmm. like you could you could break poverty you could break addiction you could break a weak mindset you could break all that and turn and turn it to something greater so i think a lot of times in life we try to put the blame on things even like we blame our zodiac sign we blame my mama used to be this and that mm-hmm. and that and the other but you have to know that god gave us the power to change really? and he wants us to break anything that's not good for us exactly. so basically just making sure that in life you're not 
putting the excuse on someone else, though it may be relevant, but you can overcome it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, so what that your mother wasn't in your life? But Mm -hmm. I still got to grow on from that. It's like, so what that you didn't live with both your parents? You still got to grow on from that. You can't use that as a crutch to keep saying why this is why my life is my dad never gave me money or set me on trust point up or did all these things so it's like i'm i'm in this situation or so no you can't constantly yes it's a really sad situation and and i know it may have hurt you some of the things you may have went through but it's like you still can't rely on that and, and use it as allow that to you know dictate yeah dictate your life or your you know how you live out your life yeah mm-hmm. so it's like you have to heal you have to heal yourself first like understand recognize it like okay and sometimes I'm not gonna lie for me when I really had to go through the realization of like you know this is just the cards I was dealt with my life but okay granted in spite of my mother wasn't there due to whatever and despite of. Um, my father wasn't in a, a financial position to put me in the best and the absolute best. I still have to do this thing. I still have to have faith that I can change or even faith in um, in marriage, like faith that I can live with my life partner for life and, and we will not have to get a divorce. Like that whole cycle in and of itself, not having a two-parent household, I want to break that cycle. So it's like, so many things that can be done, but it's only going to be done with faith. And yeah. like, and that's just really what it is. And faith has just been tested throughout me and my um, current boyfriend situation, just how great God is. Like, we constantly just get revealed and shown different things. Like, God is walking with us. He's walking with us. And, and that's the only way. <laughs> that's really the only way. Mm-hmm. And I also think, like, you said you can't use it as a crutch, but you can also use it as a, a testimony. Absolutely. And you can use it to help other people. So sometimes, you know, I have not been with you've been through and you've been through, but it's just like I know that y'all have even a greater purpose with the cards y'all have been dealt, mm-hmm. you know, to help others. So hmm. that's another way. <laughs> um and then uh, just a few more tips. We were talking about working in the spiritual rather than the physical realm. Yes. Um, and that's just basically working through your life through God. And it's like sometimes we see, we see the reality, we see our insecurities, we see the job we're at. But making sure that we are constantly connected with God so we could work in the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. And then that will release to the outside world. I feel like I'm not explaining this right. Can y'all help me? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I I completely understand what you're saying. I think it kind of relates back to that term. Uh, I had a praying grandma or praying mama. Mm -hmm. like Because it's like that child that goes out there does reckless things with his life. Like he should be quote unquote off this earth right now or he or she. But it's like some somebody grace is covering them. Somebody prayers that went through and been put out to this universe. And God is like, okay, I'm going to give y'all some blessings because you are working on a, like, it, it literally says, like, there is life and death and the power of the tongue. And, and power of the tongue is prayer, guys. So when you're working on this spiritual belief, because before anything is in our physical it starts off in our mind and Mm -hmm. our mind is the spiritual realm so to speak so 
if you were constantly sending out these good vibrations, these good thought vibrations, wishing success, wishing health, wishing, um, declaring love, peace, joy over this person, over yourself, or some, someone's doing that for, over you, then it's going to open up doors and windows of opportunities that you never could imagine. Like, I don't know how out of 3,000 people I went there and I applied for this and I was accepted. I was chosen. to. I was selected to be this because that faith, that prayer, that spiritual realm is so much more powerful. You could put in a thousand hours in the gym. You could put in yeah. X amount of this. But if you don't have that, that God presence in your life to put the icing on top, to solidify it, to make sure it's divinely yours, you can lose it just as fast as you gained it. That's, That's very true. true. And to kind of add on to that, I know, like, think about when you take a medication. You trust in that medication. Like, if you take a, mm. if you have a headache, mm-hmm. and you take a Advil, mm. you know that that medication is going to relieve your headache, right? Real, 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 real. So it's the same thing with God. We have to trust and believe that he is going to do what he said he was going to do. Girl, Jack. why don't we? It's like he's our medicine. He is our oh. healer. Okay. <laughs> if y'all saw the way we looking at her right now, you gotta give her that stank face. Like, okay. Who she gonna put me in my place though? Yes. Why am I trusting the medicine more than I'm trusting you? Exactly. Yeah. Why? Why do we put more faith into Advil and medicine than we do um, into girl flip into our creator? Girl drops my. <laughs> That was good. <laughs> I was like, what? Soul is fed, though. My eyes tearing up like, ooh, ooh, okay. All right. Okay. And this is why we call it the Soul Feeling Podcast, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, I kind of want to just stop there. Because that was, that was a gem. Yes, that was a gem. It is. That was beautiful. Put those prayers out there and just trust that God is going to do what he's going to deliver. Absolutely. Can you, I need to play that every freaking day. All right, got you. Oh, and just like medication, though. Just like medication. You taking your medication. Is is the medication going to work as soon as you put it in your mouth? Or do oh, you have to wait? You, you have, have to, to wait? wait? That's another. That's another. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> the activation time. The activation. <laughs> divine time. Yes. Like God's time. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> Tap your name. No, but this is true. Some medications you gotta take daily. Hey, girl. Hey, don't you know? God, God just one time. You can't just take nope. it. It's not you a one just, dose. You can't just ask God to bless you with that one time. Nope. You gotta take it daily until daily. the problem is gone. So you got to ask God daily. Even when it's going. Even when it's going. You still got to take it. You still got to take it. You still got to take it. Because there's always going to be something else you need in this life. Mm -hmm. Girl. Okay. So we just came back like that. (laughs) Then Spotify come back. No, I'm joking. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. What what, what time is it, y'all? Lit. (laughs) Lit time. Yes. It's time time to live your best life. It's time to live your best life. And with living your best life, let's add some affirmations into living your best life. We just said, you can't do this one time. You got to do this daily. So let's add an affirmation into our lives daily. So what the heck is an affirmation of? An affirmation is any positive or negative statement you may be telling yourselves, which is ultimately going to transform your life, either for the good or for the bad. So 
let's transform our lives and transform our speech and transform our words into speaking only positive words that's going to will our life in the direction God wants for us. Even in the Bible, it says, let the weak say, I am strong. So on those days when you're not feeling just your best self, so to speak, you find those words, those key words, those, and speak them over your life and say, I am feeling like my best self. I am living my most amazing life. I am living the purpose that God has or created me to live. Like speak these things over your life, guys. And watch your life continue to grow and transform. Yes. So it's three of us. And it's one trillion of y'all. I'm affirming that. Yes. And we are going to share with y'all our positive I am affirmation. I am living in abundance. As simple as that. I am living my best life. I am envisioning my life flowing in perfect harmony with God's divine plan for me. Hey, that's beautiful. So she was going to do that. She holding out on that. <laughs> she holding uh, out. It was, in my, it was in my book, The Sun Looks Good on You, 31 hey. Day Journal. Y'all get that. I wrote it down. <laughs> All right, guys. I know y'all were blessed. So go ahead and share Ooh. this with your friends and family. Um, yeah, give them the share button whatever yes, yes. <laughs> follow yes. us on instagram we're here on soul feeling podcast everywhere we're on youtube mm-hmm. we are on facebook soul feeling podcast we're on twitter soul feeling podcast and we are on facebook wait i already said facebook, that twitter, twitter instagram soundcloud yes so just yes. tell us what you we want to hear from Google you guys Play. Play. <laughs> and be look out for some live shows coming near you. We love you so much. Make sure you subscribe and have a wonderful, blessed day. Yes.